2: Ghirardelli Square is one of the most popular tourist destinations in San Francisco. The view of Alcatraz, well, when it's not veiled in fog, shops and food galore on foot, steps away from the San Francisco Maritime National Historical Park and bay water lapping at your feet, and blocks away from Pier 39. But the corner that houses Ghirardelli Square, North Point, and Larkin Streets also happens to be the intersection with the most car break-ins in San Francisco. From KCBS Radio in San Francisco, I'm Mallory Samara and this is Bay Current. 374 car break-ins. That's how many the San Francisco Chronicle counted between July 2022 and June 2023, just at the intersection of North Point and Larkin Streets, other popular spots, Francisco and Montgomery over by the Alcatraz Ferry, and of course, Steiner and Hayes, right by the famous Painted Ladies. It's become a constant reality, especially for people living in the Bay Area, the likelihood that you'll find your car windows in the morning or after a dinner out with friends, shattered and on the asphalt, has gotten higher. It's happened to almost everyone I know, including myself, and has seemed to only get worse over the years. My colleague, KCBS radio reporter Megan Goldsby, went to talk to some folks by Girardelli Square to get their reactions to the news.
0: It must be a jarring thing to park and then have a reporter tell you you're leaving your car in the area with the most car break-ins in the city. That happened to Kirk. Well, it's her car. No, I'm not nervous about parking here. Are you visiting the city? (laughs) From New Jersey. And it's never a fun job to make visitors nervous, but... Cautious is another matter. Like,
1: I wouldn't leave my wallet or my cell phone, so... Well,
0: some of the things that they've been stealing, especially on this block, are, like, suitcases, because there's so many visitors. So oh, okay. My I, tip is don't do not do that. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> An analysis of police data by the San Francisco Chronicle found that here at North Point and Larkin, there were 374 car break-ins reported last year. That is more than double the number reported in 2018. San Franciscan... Mateen so,
3: Zanelli, Zanelli, Megan, Zanelli. you're at Ghirardelli Square right now. Um... Why are you I mean are you being a tourist? What are you what are you doing? Are you checking out the scene? What's happening at Ghirardelli Square?
0: Yeah, I've been kind of scaring tourists for the afternoon. That's never exactly <laughs> a, a fun job. You don't want to have to wait for someone to get out of their car and when they do, you say, "Hey, guess what? This intersection is where the most cars in the city have been broken into in recent years." You, you know, they're on vacation. Their eyes are kind of like, "Oh, oh, really?" Uh, yeah. it, I mean, it was a chance to <laughs> warn of few folks today you know not to leave anything in their car i think it can be something folks don't know when they're visiting from other cities where it's not as big of a problem and they'll think well it's in the trunk you know they can't get to my luggage they can't get to my camera or even even computers at times and there's other people who No, it's a problem, but really don't have anywhere else to put their stuff. We've all, uh, you know, if we're lucky, been on vacations where we had our stuff with us and still wanted to fit in a few more things before we left. I mean, that Mm -hmm. can be an issue as well. But in this area, this was named the top spot. We're looking at Larkin and North Point top spot for car break ins. And this was an analysis done by the Chronicle. They looked through police data over the last few years to analyze where this had happened. And and this spot came in number one, right next to Ghirardelli Square here.
3: Did most of the people that you talked to have a sense of perhaps what they might be um, in for if they left their stuff in their cars?
0: It was a bit of a, a spectrum. I talked to a man who was visiting from New Jersey and he said, I'm not. I'm not worried about this at all. It'll it'll be fine because he said the famous words. He said, "We're just running in. We're just going to go in and and get some chocolate at Ghirardelli Square. We'll be right back out." Now we know these robberies. These these uh, the thieves only take just a few minutes, seconds in some cases to get into your car. So if you find yourself thinking that, think no, you know it can happen in that short amount of time too. I I, he was someone who I'd said, you know, just make sure you don't leave anything in there. He said, "I'm not going to put my wallet on the seat," but that's that's not, it's not really a crime of opportunity from what we're hearing from the police. It's folks who are coming into this area specifically to do this. They aren't passing a car and seeing something and thinking, I bet I could break in there. That's why the, the city and the police have really been trying to to crack down and figure out how to stop this problem is they're saying there's some organized Rings here now. San Francisco Supervisor Dean Preston. He has a district where a lot of these break-ins are happening, and he said that he's going to convene a hearing in the fall uh, so that the city can really try to double down on this. We all know, especially folks who who live here or have lived here, that it's been a problem for a long time. But the numbers are really showing that it's just getting worse and worse and worse.
3: Yeah, and I mean, even people say, for instance, you know, like I, uh, some of the circles that I'm a part of, who are more empathetic, say, towards people who are so desperate that they have to, that they feel like they have to resort to these, you know, these measures to survive in some way, right? Like even um even some of those folks here who are like born bred in the Bay Area, they're getting their stuff stolen, their cars are getting bipped, and they're like, man, this sucks because, you know, like I don't have, you know, they're saying like, I don't have the money to get this repaired. And so it's people who are desperate who are, you know, taking from other people who are desperate. And it's, it's right. um, becoming even just so much more apparent in the numbers. It's It's not really something that you can just point to the media and say like – it's, it's the media, you know, like, you know, blowing this out of proportion, like, no, it's actually happening a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I did talk to one local, he would brought his his family here to see Ghirardelli Square. And when I walked up to him, he had, there was, there were suitcases, there was a camera in the trunk, he was uh, coming up and opening the trunk. And I'd you know, said you're not going to want to leave that. He's like, oh no, I, I live here. You know, we're 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 leaving right now to to go to the airport. But he said that he will tell. He told his family uh, who was visiting from India that you can't even leave a scrap of gum uh, wrapper in the car. And I've been
4: I've been coaching them every step of the way to be careful about you know nothing should be visible in the car. Not a candy wrapper, not a bag of you know an empty plastic bag or anything. It's just, I mean. Uh, The state of the city right now is that every single person has to be extremely vigilant and careful, even in the areas that we think are are heavily trafficked because people are preying on our weaknesses, right? Which is being comfortable and feeling, you know, just at home.
0: And you know (laughs) what to do because you live here. A lot of people I've been talking to who are visiting don't know that because it's not that way where they're from. It's not.
4: It's funny because my nephew was was carrying the camera and I had to tell him, hey, make sure you wrap the strap around your arm while you're holding it because he doesn't put it ar- around his neck or somebody could just come and just take it off of you, your bag or whatever. I mean, anything and everything is fair game at this point. It's not just an expensive piece of camera or an expensive purse or bag. It's, it's anything.
0: Of course, anecdotally, from living in the city, I've made everything not visible and still had break-ins. So it really is just a huge problem that that the city needs to find some way to change.
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, one strategy that I've I've used just in the last like few years of having my car, I put a club on it. Um, I kind of intentionally leave it messy Um, And I just like hope and like pray that like someone sees the inside of my car and they're like, I'm not going to mess with that. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move along. But that's, that's my own strategy. Are there other things that people are doing besides, you know, uh, I guess just being trying to be mindful?
0: That is so interesting. I think my husband will probably use that excuse after I tell him that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why my car's messy, is what he'll say. Yeah, um, you know it's. I think the only tool we really have is either carrying things or putting them in the trunk. You know, you can try to throw a, um, a jacket over something, things like that, but you can't mask. I mean, one of the issues has been um, license plates, you know, a mm. license plate from out of state. Mm-hmm. thieves can very quickly come and see that you are almost certainly a visitor and, and it's it might be that a visitor wouldn't know exactly uh, that they shouldn't leave things. But also, like I mentioned before, sometimes we just have to have things in our cars and we're visiting areas. You're not going to wheel your luggage out to Alcatraz, for example. And that is one of the other hot spots that and the Painted Ladies, Pier 39. Those are some of the the newer spots in the city that have seen so much of this break in action. But uh, just like you mentioned, it's of course happening everywhere in the city still.
3: What I'm thinking now is it'll be interesting to see, are businesses going to start um, coming up with solutions for their patrons? Like, are they going to start offering more lockers at Alcatraz? You know, like, you know, what are some, um, what are some solutions that, you know, political leaders and, you know, tourists or, you know, what are some solutions that people
0: are saying might help? Right. You know, I was also wondering about lockers. It seems like especially if you look at these spots uh on the Chronicle analysis of where the most break-ins are, it's all right down here where I am. Not all of it, most of it. Ghirardelli Square, Pier 39. I mean, it seems like if there was some sort of, even for, you know, a, a, a few bucks to be able to put your stuff in a locker, that would be um, a really good answer. I think that when what we've been hearing from the city and the police is that their answer is to try to get the folks who are doing this. Now, um, like I mentioned, they, they believe that some of these are organized theft rings. Now, something like that, if you're able to get the right people, you actually can put a dent in. It's, it's not like crimes that are happening here and there if we can actually figure out who's the head of some of these things. Another issue uh, that they're saying is they want more police visible in these areas. When we look at these breakdowns and see the exact intersections. I mean, we can't just post a security (laughs) guard as a police officer there in that section, but maybe a little bit more visibility would help. Of course, as you and I have mentioned, these can be very fast, very quick crimes. So I just don't think the answer is there yet. I think that's one of the reasons that uh, Supervisor Preston wants to convene this meeting to let's talk about some of these ideas. Let's get more things out there.
3: It's gonna, I feel like, We're going to keep having these conversations about what can be done because, of course, like the obvious thing that people are going to say, especially, you know, pro more pro-police demographics, right? They're going to say, we need more police. We need more security. But like you said, I mean, it takes a little bit more than that. It's, you know... uh hitting it where you know the root of the the crime which is these organized rings um and it's interesting because it's probably not just luggages and like clothes or jewelry that they're after i mean they're taking people's passports too right i mean is there any value right. in in those kinds of things like i i just don't know what people are looking for
0: exactly. I, I had a cousin visit from out of the state and he tucked his iPad. He thought safely away in the trunk in Golden Gate Park. Of course, they they were able to get in and get that. You hear that if you have any kind of electronic, that there are actual readout devices people can use to read if they're on in oh. cars. I mean, just the technology that, that people who are are perpetrating the crimes have even along with the speed and the skill at what they're getting. So it's really hard to say what. The answer is at this point.
3: Yeah. And I guess one last question that I have is, you know, I mean, you've been reporting for quite some time now and you've probably covered, you know, these smash and grabs, these tourist areas, whether or not it's about the theft or whatnot. But have you noticed a difference in these areas. I mean Ghirardelli Square is such a popular destination for tourists. And when you're when you were out and about today, like do you notice a difference in crowds? Like is it more or less crowded than you've noticed it throughout the years?
0: Boy, Ghirardelli Square today, when I walked in, I went Wow! I just—they did some some remodeling, remodeling, some revitalizing of the square. There's mm. new restaurants. There's new—I mean, it's it's more people than I think I've ever seen mm. there in, in decades. So it really has become a very popular spot with all of the the reasons that people are going there with all of the the food and of course the chocolate and all of that. So that's a really popular spot. Something I've definitely noticed in the change when I go do these stories now is when I talk to tourists, they'll tell me they They were prepared to be scared. Of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've heard from no matter where they were in the country that they should be scared. that They should hold on to their cameras. And they wanted to come anyway and they uh, without fail today at least told me they've had a beautiful trip. They haven't seen anything that scared them but they have it in their minds now and that's definitely something that in the last several years of, of talking to people I would say go to Lombard and talk to folks with cameras and say you know you got to watch out with a camera here and they would say oh I had no idea. Now when I come up to tourists a lot of times mm-hmm. they're saying, oh, yeah, yep, no, we've heard that about San Francisco, so we know to be careful. Exactly.
2: Special thanks to KCBS radio reporter Megan Goldsby for sitting down with me to talk about this. You can hear her reports on KCBS radio, 106.9 and AM 740, as well as on the Odyssey app. Bay Current is a production of KCBS radio. I'm Mallory Samara. Subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.